Multicolored lights and sounds A world of adventure and heroes galore It's truly outrageous when we yell Thundercats ho Autobots roll out and yell Yo-Jo Four feet and legs and do the Mario Get into a Care Bear stare and go-go gadget ears Excuse me princess, it's time for Totally Radical, Totally Radical, Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast! Hello and welcome everyone, welcome back to an all new episode of the Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. We are the show that takes a deep dive into the world of 80s cartoons and all of the glorious insanity there is. My name is Randy, I am your host on this journey, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend and my co-host, Phil. Phil, how you doing today, brother? My friend, we are reopened back up, and I am so freaking excited. I could buy video games and preferabilia again. I'm so freaking happy, man. We're good to go. Let's do this. <laughs> Oh, man, of course, before we get into today's episode, of course, I have to let you know that Geek uh, Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast is a production of Geek Pro Order. Go to geekworldorder.com for all the latest and greatest geeky goodness. You can find us on social media at Geek Roll Order and Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. Both have their own Facebook pages and, of course, Twitter and Instagram at Geek World Order. Oh, man, and once again, it's... Race cars, lasers, airplanes, and man. <laughs> oh, dude, we are going to the world of DuckTales again. And Phil, we have an Ooh. episode today that one fires on all cylinders, dude. They really. If anyone, if anyone wanted to show their ass, they did on this episode. Bro. And it was fantastic. And we'll definitely get into this more, but kind of as we go through this one, this is an episode that if you aired it today, it would still be, actually, it might be more relevant today than when it aired in like 1989. Right. That whole vigilante feel is just, whoo. Oh, and today we are looking at a late season two episode. We're looking at the episode entitled The Masked Mallard. And Imagine what's coming, people. Come on. <laughs> it's great. Dude. Oh, God, it's so good. So we open and uh, Scrooge McDuck is at a, a ceremony. As apparently he's dumped uh, quite a bit of money into what is going to be known as the Scrooge McMall. And why not? Right? Philanthropist. Yeah, and this is going to create literally thousands of jobs in Duckburg. Jobs, revenue, more business, like all the positives you can think of. But of course, there has to be a stalemate. He's going to make the money too, but so is everyone else. Because Scrooge McDuck is no idiot. He is not. As, I don't know if it gets mentioned very much in this series but i know the more the more modern series kind of mentioned his mentions his credos of being you know tougher than the toughies and smarter than the smarties but that side note th- shout out to david Tennant because man he did such a great job with scrooge mcduck oh i on the s- new episodes oh my god man 
Oh, I have said it many times, but Dude. that the new DuckTales is how you absolutely do a reboot. Yes! They have got nothing wrong at, up until this point. I'm still watching it, but wow. Uh, Nostalgia we, revisited. Uh, so we go into kind of the crux of the episode here. We are introduced to one Lawrence Loudmouth. Oh my god. This, this dude is the sleaziest of sleazy news reporters. I am clenching my fist right now. <laughs> like literally every like sensational journalist you can think of like today. I'm going to say this right now. My thoughts or my thoughts are are my own. So, no discredit to anyone or anything, especially this channel. But this motherfucker is a mixture of Bill O'Reilly and Geraldo Rivera. <laughs> that had a love child. Oh, man. And so, on a voice acting note, Lawrence Loudmouth, like I can tell clear as day, is played by Frank Welker doing his Megatron voice. <laughs> Are you serious? I'll go back I and listen to it. I did not even to... notice that. Oh, I can hear it clear as day. Holy shit. And can I just say, that using that voice is perfect. It worked. It really worked. Like, he really got the uh, sleazy, again, disclaimer, the sleazy TMZ voice down. <laughs> right. So, so he just straight up goes into a hole. Oh, God, man. Yeah. You know, oh, this you know this is a scam. You're just doing it to line your pockets. I mean, yeah, Scrooge is going to make money off of this deal, but of course he is. He's not going to do it like and not get nothing from it. It's like he's a businessman. He wants return on investment. Exactly. And he knows putting all this money into it, he's going to recruit it from. As obvious, I'm sure putting his name on this mall, there's going to be money coming to him. Of course, but yeah. at the same time, he's putting money back in people's pockets too. And so, so not for nothing. It was a great idea. Yeah. So Lawrence Loudmouth here, he literally whips the crowd into a frenzy. Yeah, and literally he throws out several lines that really just nail in his character. Like, Pretty like much. the first of his lines, he goes, "We don't need facts. This is television." Dude, that right there is like, we don't need facts. This is television. Ha ha, ratings and this and that. I was like, wow. And that's that kind of what we learn is his... 2020. It's kind of what that's we learn his main motivations are. He's just after ratings for his channel. I want to say things, but I can't right now. Because it might like get us in trouble. So, you guys <laughs> know what's up. You guys know what's out there. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, let's... Let's continue. So yeah, no, they... So that entire media crowd that's there that were literally praising Scrooge for, you know, this big investment he's made into the community, like, they've turned on him in, like, in a minute. Exactly. Like, 0.57 seconds immediately. Like, oh, boo, boo. After the media sinks their teeth in and convinces otherwise. And Not with facts. With yeah. the accusations, but yeah, and this guy is just so mm -hmm. good at whipping a crowd into a frenzy. 
Yeah. He could probably talk yourself out of your shirt and sell it to you. Probably. Gift of gab. So yeah, so Scrooge leaves and he's just, you know, he's a bit disappointed. And he has a run-in with Loudmouth outside and we pretty much learn that, you know, you know, it's all about the ratings. Yeah, he doesn't give a crap about Scrooge at all. He's just basically like, I'm doing this for the ratings. I don't care about you. Oh, by the way, nice hat. And drives yeah. off. <laughs> exactly. Like, he, like oh, this man. guy is just uh, like... By like, the way, poor, poor, poor Gizmoduck, man. Oh, dude. He just, he's just doing his job. Yeah. And so Scrooge heads back to the money bin. He's like, I'll just take a swim and, you know wash my troubles away and yeah gizmo duck is out there signing a whole bunch of autographs and (laughs) basically there's a bunch of kids outside and they see scrooge and like even like kids have turned on him seriously they start throwing like stuff out of like fruits and like whatever oh start chucking shit at him oh here's another and we get another one of those lines that, dude, honestly st- relates probably even more today and kind of the media frenzy that certain channels may want to. Ah, yeah. One of the kids literally goes, because uh, they asked me, like, oh, they said you eat babies or something. <laughs> but the follow up line is what really, if they're like, Oh, it's on TV. It's got to be true. It's got to be true. I'm just like... It's on the internet. It's got to be true, right? Right? I'm like, oh my god, this is the... Look out of my face. This is the current media shitstorm. History repeats itself once again. Like, this is stuff we are literally seeing in our media today. Like, we're really not trying to get political, but come on, man. (laughs) Like, seriously. And... Oh, it's got to be true. I mean, we'll just say it, the argument could be made on both sides, you know, on either side. You, but it's like, dude, this is literally everything we're seeing right now that we've seen over and over and over again for decades. And, you know, it's, it's like, ridiculous. Dude. So he's just like, <laughs> you know what? Just, just Gizmo Duck, just, just take me home. Where shall we go, sir? Oh man, poor Gizmoduck. He was just doing his job, man. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, oh. no. Uh, so we go to the mansion where the boys are watching a, a TV movie with this masked pirate, and we'll get into that more later. But yes, Scrooge comes, is like, you know, he kind of changes the channel. He's like, uh, "Sorry, boys, I gotta, I gotta watch something." And we get a scene of Lawrence Loudmouth on his channel. He's Talking basically saying cash shit about Scrooge McDuck. Like, yes. Stay tuned for the latest part in my multi-part series, Scrooge McDuck. Threat <laughs> or menace? Wow. Dude. J. Jonah Jameson as a fucking duck. Right? <laughs> Seriously. This is insane. I want pictures of Scrooge McDuck. Oh, we'll get there too. Oh, yes, we will. Again, folks, this is a great episode. And this is just this deliberate, meticulously planned out just media persecution of Scrooge. 
Like anything they can come, this guy can come up with to make him look bad. He's going after it. Everything. Uh, so, and we noticed something a little bit odd about the boys. They've all got black eyes. Because uh, that honestly, as yeah. a dad, that kind of hit me a little bit. It's like, yeah, no, like so. It's, it's like, oh, we fought back. I was like, I told you not to use your bronze, use your heads. It's like, yeah. yeah, we did that too. And they pulled off their hats and they had bandages on their heads. Right? Like, and was, that and hit, just like I know it's a cartoon, but God, dude, that hit me. Bro, like in just a short amount of time, like this just, could not have been more than a couple of hours since this whole thing the, went down at that yeah. you know, at this media conference. The power of the media. Like it and yeah. How no. fast it spreads. Oh, dude, I, it is bad, but I just laughed so hard at the, when they took off their hats, like, he's like, boys, I, I told you to, you know, I told you, you know, you got to use your heads. Yeah, we, we use those too. Yeah, and they took off their hats. I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, ow. <laughs> Seriously, I'm like, ooh. It was, it was like funny in a sense, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? That resonates right now. And it's, yeah. ooh, man, it's touchy. Right. It's seriously touchy. Uh, so they were kind of like, you know, Scrooge's like, whatever, I'm done. They're like, oh, can we go back to watching our movie? He's like, yeah, whatever. And then he just kind of sits there, and he just has an idea. He's like, hmm, I've got an idea. <laughs> so we go to... Uh, a scene where the Beagle Boys are downtown and they're at some kind of jewelry store, museum. They are trying to pull off a heist. But they've got to get into this uh, glass or, you know, super fortified case. So they decide to melt away the this glass covering with the most corrosive substance they have. Ma Beagle's homemade <laughs> Ma chili. Ma Beagle's chili. Bro. Ooh. Although, interesting note, um, kind of like the main Beagle boy that's in charge, also played by Frank Welker, using his Galvatron voice. <laughs> Dude, these, I, I tell you, the voice actors back then, they, boy, and they the, had some resilience. And the big, tall Beagle boy, uh, that, one is played by Chuck McCann, who plays the butler Ducksworth. Oh shit! Really? But he, but he's also Leatherneck on GI Joe. Wow. And like I can tell the I can tell that one like immediately. Like that voice, I know very easily. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. So yeah, no. It's almost as easy as telling like telling the voice of Peter Bankman. Bro. In certain like instances, like uh -huh. that voice is fucking iconic. So yes, uh, so we get, um, oh I forget what it was, but there was like a a one liner, and then we, we see our masked hero, who has an oddly familiar body shape to him. Oh boy! And bro, this guy, you know, who, who we learn is the masked mallard. And this dude has some Batman-type gadgetry. 
He's and got some Batman type fucking features. Seriously, he's got a utility belt. He's got like a uh, oil thing. Oh, the best part is like one of the Beagle Boys goes to take the utility belt off, and he gets fucking electrocuted and bounced around the room. Darkwing Batman ass dude. Which, speaking <laughs> of Darkwing Duck, I believe this nickname actually transfers over to Darkwing Duck because I think that's one of his nicknames. That's, um, I think Darkwing Duck's civilian last name is Mallard. Right, Drake Mallard. But no, I think, yeah, yes, I mean, yes, the yes. Masked Mallard. I, th I think, I feel like somebody in that series refers to him as the Masked Mallard. Oh, man. I could be wrong, but... Oh, dude, that's actually... Or, or something so, very similar. I'm so glad I have Disney Plus. Man. <laughs> so I'm seriously going to look into this stuff. <laughs> uh, and oh, so man. after the first two, like the third one, just that really stupid Beagle Boy, he's like, I'm going to get whomped, ain't I? Like, he knows his beating is coming. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like... He just... Sister's like, yeah, I know it's coming. Just do it. <laughs> just go ahead. Just, just, just fuck my shit up, please. Oh, and, uh, so at this point, the police show up, and we can hear the beating ensuing inside. That part was fucking fantastic, bro. That they, reminded that they, reminded me of the Batman animated series, to where you can hear the inside of the like the villains getting beat to shit, and they come running up. And, like, they just jump into the police car. Oh, they're begging for mercy. Just take us away, please. Save us. Right? Like, they literally go, Hey, um, are you going to take us to jail? Or are we going to have to break into jail? <laughs> right. Like, they're like, No, just get us away from this guy. I mean, that's like the bad guys trying to get away from Batman. They're like, Right. Yeah. Like, um, can we just, um, does Arkham Asylum have just a self-check-in process? Like, yeah, can we just, like, you know, kind of check ourselves in? Can we, can we Baker Act ourselves, like, please? Um, can I just get my, uh, normal <laughs> cell on, can I just get my normal cell on the third floor? Right. I was there before. I don't believe you guys cleaned it yet, but, uh, I'm willing to go back. I'll clean it myself. I'm, I'm willing to go back. So, yeah, Scrooge runs away, and he's like, and, and the cops are like, man, who is this guy? Dude. Can I say how resilient Scrooge is for an old guy? Dude. I know he has gadgets and whatnot, but seriously, he is agile. He really does. Fuck, man. Like, his his gadgets can only do so much, but shit. <coughs> Dude. So, yeah, so he... So we see, like, this weird little shack in the middle of nowhere. And Gyro is working on gadgets. Good old Gyro. Of course And of is. course, Gyro is the Lucius Fox of Scrooge. <laughs> but, it, but... It's like, all, come on, man. But it's like, wait, did Gadget... Like, did Gyro actually make these gadgets? Because they worked. Yeah. We all know Gyro, uh... Yeah, he falls under that wheeljack he, category of, uh... He, he kind of jerry-rigs things to where it almost works and then... Yeah, convenient plot devices. But in this episode, so, shit works. 
So he's also made an, a new invention. He's made a cane with a laser beam in it that Wait works by whistling. Come on now. Who is that? Bruh. Fucking Yondu. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Mary Poppins, yo. I'm Mary Poppins, yo. <laughs> I may not. <laughs> and so. Holy shit. He gave him that Yondu cane, dude. Just. Bruh. Oh, we'll get into this later. Oh my god. The, the cane is there for a reason, folks. It'll come back into play. Uh, so Scrooge's plan is actually working. Uh, he's kind of creating this good, you know, this um, series of good works, kind of improving the city image. And he's got a plan. So, and the news is picking up on the mass mallard. They do an interview with the Beagle Boys from jail. And they're like, oh, yeah, like he was really nice. This is probably one of the best arrests we've ever been through. And then... But, you know, there's one person in Duckburg who is not impressed. Good old Lawrence Loudmouth himself. Good old right. I mean, yeah, Lawrence Loudmouth. Yeah, yeah, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so... No here, folks. Sorry. So Scrooge is, you know monitoring the crime you know the crime radio and so he learns that the duckburg city council is being held hostage oh yeah and we also learned that scrooge basically has his own secret layer bat cave thing yeah not only does he have a money cave to where he dives into heavy amounts of money which is why he's so fucking strong right because if a real person tried to dive into a real Sea of Break money. all the goddamn bones on the surface. They die. Oh, my money. I'm pretty sure Mythbusters determined, like, yeah, no, if a normal person tried something like this, they would just die. So much for those hollow bones, right? And Scrooge, like, he's got all the gadgets in his belt, which is like, yeah, no, I've got everything I need. It, you know, it's just futile to try to stop me. And he actually says, oh, and because of, the, you know, because of that, I call it my futility belt. <laughs> bro, he's got all the gadgets. He's got everything I love everything Scrooge so much. I can tell you right now, like between the old Scrooge back in the day and the one now, oh, I love dude. I love him. Oh, Scrooge is the best part of this, of the original series. Yes, he is. Because the boys are terrible. Yeah, I, they just, I, they're spoiled. I'm, I'm glad they had minimal exposure in this episode because they're literally just the same person. Basically, thank goodness for Webby. Yeah. Even <laughs> she was annoying back then. She was annoying back then, but now? Oh my goodness. Holy Amazing. crap, dude. Bruh. Oh, God. Um, what, what did they play? Laser tag? What, what was it again? No, I think they were playing like Nerf darts. Yeah, it was Nerf Dart. She freaking matrixed the fuck out of every single one of them. Somehow she's like an eight-year-old trained assassin. <laughs> Seriously, she's like a sleeper cell. <laughs> <laughs> For real, you recite some shit. It's like, wait a minute. At some point, this oh child God. is going. This child is going to be activated. 
My lucky dime. Activate. <laughs> Seriously, like, like something. No, the current Webby like knows all this stuff. It's like no, she's gonna get activated and just like, like murder something within seven seconds. Dude. Like, like it's gonna be like, you know, when they in when in the anime they like pull the sword out like two inches, like sure, click, and, and somehow everyone around them dies. Yeah, and like there's like six, like thugs, and they're all in like seven pieces each. Oh my god, And it literally just looks like, like they that. just pull the sword out like two inches and put it right back in. Plus some JoJo's Bizarre Adventure shit. Yeah. Oh man, but no. The so the masked Maller, like he's so impressive. Like when he tells these like random masked bad guys to put their hands up, the city council members put their hands up too. Dude, did you notice that? Right? He's like, oh, wait, no, no. like, all right, no, no, you no, bad guys, you. are you criminals? Everyone, put your hands up. And the city council puts their hands up. He literally has to go. No, no, just them. No, just them. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> conspiracy theory they're like oh right and they're like, they could have got caught up in so in just how impressive this mass mallard is they, they literally got caught up in it that right there i was like uh-oh yeah what's going on here <laughs> putting their hands up yeah so uh you know the mass mallard just saved the day and he heads home and he just kind of walks right through the lair into the mansion. He's like, oh, forgot to take the costume off. <laughs> and he like, takes the head, like, takes the cowl off. like. And they run right the fuck in. Oh, come. It's like, oh, come on. <sighs> so, yeah, the boys learn the truth that uh, Uncle Scrooge is the masked mallard. And, of course, they're excited. And he kind of tells them the plans, like, you know, I'm doing all these things i'm trying to you know kind of pull off this series of good things and then i'll reveal reveal it's me oh god oh my dude, god dude he was straight up gonna pull an iron man and who calls him out oh no we'll get there oh oh yeah no like he's literally got this news conference like he's <laughs> yeah he literally was seriously about to pull an on... iron man he's like he's, he's like oh well uh and he's on the mic. He's literally about to say, I am the masked mallard. And not for nothing, like, I want to go back and watch the first Iron Man. I swear it was the same aerial view as before he told it. Probably, dude. It was almost identical as to when he was going to reveal he was Iron Man. Dude, there's so many things that, like, kind of parallel to the modern superhero movies in here. Seriously. Like, you know, a lot of the Marvel stuff and Batman. Obviously, this is a very heavily influenced by Batman character. Oh, yeah. Bro, it is just insane. <laughs> Seriously, like, all these innuendos are ridiculous. Bro. But like, it's great. Like, five seconds more? And Loudmouth probably would have won. Oh, yeah. Like, he literally yells, Oh, look at this, Scrooge, and pulls out a paper. And the headline is, Masked Mallard robs bank. And Scrooge <laughs> is just like, um, 
He's like, uh, 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 what do you think of that? Uh, eh. Mm, mm, um, yeah, uh, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. It's like, bro, just like a few <laughs> seconds later, and like, oh, dude, if the timing had been any different and Scrooge had made that announcement, he'd have been boned. Seriously. But the, the sad part is, is like with these things, like Scrooge's build and the build of the so-called other one with the welcome to Moe's body. Yeah. Uh, it's, oh my God, dude. The fucking 80s. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, so yeah, we get a nice little moment of panic and tension here. Uh, so we know, so you all know what that means, folks. It's commercial time. Uh, so we'll be back in just a moment, folks. There's new value in Ram Tough Dodge Trucks. Not only Dodge Truck makes this three-way offer. One, cash back when you buy them. Up to $750 on Ram pickups, $1,000 on Ram chargers. Two, prospector discounts up to $1,000 when you equip them. And three, 11.9% when you finance them. Dare to compare. Only Dodge makes this offer. Cash back, prospector discounts, and 11.9% financing. When you're a big guy like me, people always want to see just how strong you are. So after this arm works, this arm always relaxes with light beer from Miller. The light's got a third less calories than the regular beer, and it tastes great. What I like about it, it's less filling. So when you're in a hot match like this, you can't afford to get filled up. You have the time? Yeah. About 8.30. Yeah, thanks. Light beer from Miller. Everything you always wanted in a beer. And less. Next. Detroit's new Dream Machines. Monday, watch ABC's World News Tonight. Right now, the one thing you want most is an opportunity. Be all that you can be. Oh, yeah. Keep on reaching. Keep on growing. Be all that you can be. You can do it. In the army. Be all that you can be. All right, and we are back as we come back from the commercial scrooge is at um some kind of museum downtown art gallery very upscale very swanky and he is not having a good time he's nope. pretty much complaining the whole time about all of the now negative publicity that the mass mallard is getting and he's and he has no clue what's going on or who's doing it uh, and he runs into Fenton Crackshell, uh, for those who don't know, is the alternate is the alternate identity of Gizmo Duck. Yeah, he's very goofy. And I think, like in continuity, I don't even know why he's at this part. I think he's like an accountant or something. I think so. And that like, suit probably gave him away. It was oh, a weird flannel suit. I, I don't that is a threat. That is your that is a your classic thrift store. That find. is your Macklemore smells like piss <laughs> thrift suit, bruh. I'm gonna pop some tags. I got twenty bucks twenty bucks in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. Whoo. Um, yeah, something like that. Pop some it's tags. Like, oh, twenty dollars in your pocket. Piss. 
they have fins. Like, yeah, I'm just here for the food. Oh, so so they reveal the reason why every all these rich people are assembled. Apparently, this museum has a new piece in it. Napoleon Bonaparte's solid gold popcorn bowl. Yeah. And like, what? That's exactly how they presented it. I was like, uh, um, okay, wow. okay, that, cool, cool. That's disappointing. Popcorn bowl, and everyone was like, oh, oh, oh. Scrooge oh. is just straight up like. Yawn. And he yawns. He's like, Ugh. right. Scrooge is basically like, fuck that noise. See, I know this piece was donated by this little uh, this uh, lady. Oh boy. So the um quote unquote masked mallard comes in at this point, and he swoops in, grabs the bowl, and commits sexual harassment. Oh yes, he did. Oh my god, he smooches the lady that donated it. Yes. He swoops in and just like kisses her in the lips and just flies off. Which really should have picked up on the fact Ooh. that the fake was loudmouth. So actually, I believe he did something er- earlier in the episode. Like he made a comment about like another reporter's hair or something. Like in the in the beginning of the episode. Oh boy. It's like, oh yeah, no, this guy is a complete is complete sleaze. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so um, Gizmo Duck arrives. Is useless. Yeah, he's not very smart. Yeah, no, Gizmo Duck gets taken down in like five I, seconds. I like him. I loved him as a kid, but. Looking at him now, I'm like, yeah, you're not smart yeah. at all. Uh, so after this, it's probably like the next day or later that night or something. Bro, this stage arena thing that Loudmouth has. Oh, with like yeah. His picture. This is like a cult. This is like a cult or something, man. He's got, like, this large picture of his face behind him. There's, like, fire towers, like, next to his podium. <laughs> He's really going for it. I'm like... Whatever he had planned, he was going for it. There is definitely, like, a propaganda spin to it now. Mm-hmm. Like, he's definitely taking on that role of, as some, um, you know, some of these uh, quack, pe- you know social media these people that kind of gain these followings yeah they just by making kind of, up their own kind of following or their and they some kind of weird like, cult ritual or religion just and something they, and they follow and they kind of fall into their own hype right it's like and people believe it it's like wow this is insane so at this point um Scrooge is like, all right, I've got to find the imposter. Uh, so he does. He goes out onto a patrol. And, you know, at one point we see, like, this kind of, like, it looks like he's kind of sitting up against a, a wall doing, like, this Batman-esque pose where the cape is, like, kind of... Oh, dude, that was actually pretty badass. 
Like he was like he, he was like asleep. squatted and like the cape was blowing in the wind. You see his like whited over eyes. He had fallen asleep. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. He was asleep and he admitted, I was gonna, "Okay, I fell, I fell asleep." But yeah, the so... pose was so badass, right? Before he admitted that, that was so funny. So, but as luck would have it, the other bass mallard kind of. Is sneaking around right in front of him. And it definitely looks like he's robbed a bank or something. So, Scrooge goes after him. Well, unfortunately, we have a little problem called Gizmo Duck. Yeah. Dumb fuck Gizmo Duck. He's like, ha ha, I have apprehended you, Mass Mallard. Skinnier villain. It's like, oh my god. So they kind of fight. They get down to the ground dude and... can i say mm-hmm. scrooge mcduck can take gizmo duck it's because gizmo duck is an idiot is a he's, self-absorbed he's idiot, narcissist cybernetically enhanced and scrooge can beat his ass actually no idiot idiot is probably not the the right term he's a narcissist dumb duck like, his narcissism is his biggest problem. He'll be I like, can, oh, yeah. look at me. I'm Gizmo Duck. Look I'm at how Gizmoduck. awesome I am. I am the proprietor of justice. You should fear me now before I even challenge you. I don't know if you're stronger than me or not. But anyway, look at me. Gizmo Duck is like the Gaston of superheroes. I have a tire for feet. We have no yeah. chance. Yes. <laughs> Seriously, he's literally—he's literally like oh, the the God. Gaston of superheroes, and he got wrecked Dude. in this episode. I'm sorry, he gets wrecked a lot for so someone with his powers and easily. abilities. Bro. Okay, I just had a, a memory from childhood. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't at one point Lunchpad McQuack become Dis- Gizmo Duck? I don't remember. I think people have put the armor on. I think there's an episode where, like, the kids end up with the armor on. Like, one of the kids ends up with the armor. I strongly want to say that Launchpad McQuack at one point had put that freaking armor on. I'm going to look it up later, but... But was it on DuckTales or Darkwing Duck? I don't know. That's the thing. I think it was on Darkwing Duck. Because Gizmo Duck did cross over to... Oh, yeah, you sure did. Oh, man. And talk he, about narcissism. Yes, dude. Yo, Gizmo he Duck is, and Darkwing Duck have raging egos. And they hate each like, other. It's like Batman versus Robocop. <laughs> like, on some seriousness. Bro. Oh, dude. Just the, wow, man. Just Those two are so narcissistic. It's funny though. All right. So yeah, uh, Gizmo Duck has the masked mallard. He's like, "I shall now unmask you." Whoosh. Yeah. Oh fuck. Fuck up your entire career. Yeah. That's pretty bad. So yeah, Scrooge McDuck has been uh, unmasked as the masked mallard. Uh, tensions are running high. We have a very big problem. So guess what time it is, folks. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, we'll be back in just a moment, folks. 
An earth floater like this kicks up a tremendous amount of dust, dust that could destroy its engine. To keep it out, Fram designed a special double air filter. Today, you can get the same kind of thing for cars, the Fram Extra Light. The inside works like a normal filter, the outside an extra filter. It traps 50% more dust than Fram's old single filter, but it doesn't cost any more. The Fram Extra Life, 50% extra protection and no extra cost. Here's to the friends tonight. Hey, chicken and ribs, chicken and ribs, steak, reverse, chili, homemade chili. Good work. Hey, wait a minute. What did you bring besides your list? Just a little something I threw together. I should have known. When you want the taste of a truly great beer, tonight, let it be low. Okay, everybody, let's go win this one. It used to be easy to build a sedan for the American family. Just build it big. Now it's got to be big and small. Front-wheel drive is a must. So is fuel efficiency. This is the latest variation on that theme, the Dodge 600. Well-stocked with advanced technology, backed by a 550 protection plan. But we at Dodge took one extra technological step. We made the Dodge 600 affordable. These days, that seems to be the toughest engineering feat of all. Get up to $1,000 back on new Dodge cars and trucks or 11.9 financing. Participating dealers have details. When America wanted a high-performance radial that could handle wet weather, Goodyear came through with the Eagle GT. I've got Goodyear, I'm riding on number one. The high-performance Eagle GT. One good reason why Goodyear outsells all the foreign radials combined. I've got Goodyear, I'm riding on number one. All right, and we are back. Uh, so Scrooge McDuck has been unmasked as the masked mallard. Um, he actually tries to point out the imposter who is running away. And no one sees the shit. No. He's a fatty. Right? Like, he even <laughs> tries to point this out to Gizmo Duck. He's like, um, you know you saw both of us at the at the museum at the same time, right? He's like, um, yes, I don't remember this. The most obvious shit. So he came in to break in. Scrooge was standing right there. Yeah. Oh, um, hmm. Like, no. Yeah. Maybe ask a question like, hmm. Well, if you were there last night, why are you now in a masked mallard costume? Maybe ask a question. Anything? Nah, Gizmo Duck's like, nope, just gonna, I'm gonna take you in. Oh, well, there, there is my no Christmas thinking. bonus there this year. justice. Right? Like yeah, that. no, Gizmo Duck has just ruined everything at this point. Which is sort of apt for his character. He really does ruin a lot of things. He really does. And it, it's it's funny because it kind of points to like an overabundance of the hero going for justice and not really like thinking of the details. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of funny. He's just more like, it's really his narcissism coming into play. He's like, oh, I've, I've apprehended the criminal. Let me go get my credit for it. I have done this once again. I am your savior and your hero. Yes. <laughs> uh, but somehow yeah, Scrooge does, up. 
But I did, I still turn into villain. Yeah, so Scrooge gets out of the grasp of Gizmo Duck and uh, he gets off, he runs off on his cane, which has like some kind of a polo stick rocket launcher mode. The gadgets are ridiculous. I'm going to say I wasn't mad at that one. That was pretty cool, but he could have died. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. I was like, oh, that's so freaking cool. But you could have died. Oh, no. This is the one one gadget that Gyro makes that just going to blow up, right? Seriously. Okay, this one actually worked. And that's what I'm saying. Like, Gyro stuff worked in this episode. Yeah, the, the success rate of the gadgets is alarming and like wait why isn't something failing at this point gyro looks like the turtle duck monster in ancient like oriental lore (laughs) i mean like he's fucking creepy i mean the the gyro gadget that's failed the most this episode has been gizmo duck (laughs) oh my god Remember when Gizmo Duck got fired away? Oh, jeez. And he's supposed to have that protective, like, I don't know what the armor is, titanium, whatever it is. It was so shot to shit over fireworks. Oh, no. Like, anyone with, like, a decent amount of intelligence compared to Fenton could do wonders in the Gizmo Duck armor. Gizmo Duck is literally, like, Iron Man with like a f- like a tenth of the intelligence. Seriously, like Iron Man as a duck with a tire for a foot, and a tenth of the intelligence, if even that. Yeah, no. I am your superhero. Where's the bread? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh. So where were we? Oh yeah, so um, we're having a bit of, of a. Though. Yeah, so um, our scene changes. <laughs> it's raining. It's dreary. Mm-hmm. Scrooge is out in his costume, cold. The police are looking for him. He's a little miserable. So he's kind of trying to formulate a plan. And he kind of makes an interesting observation about the papers. Because um, it's oh, Lawrence yeah. Loudmouth who's getting all these exclusive shots. Pictures of Spider-Man. How is he getting all of these exclusive shots? Jay Jonah jackass yeah so he decides to find out where uh lawrence loudmouth lives this dude's got kind of an impressive place for you know a journalist well it's not exactly a profession that's known for making a lot of money yeah bruh Dude comes up, like, right behind Scrooge and knocks him the heck out. Seriously? How do you sneak up on Scrooge like that? Dude. Grab a vase and just bust his the back of his head open. So, yeah. So, he's... And he gets tied up, like, on this flagpole. 30 stories up. Yep. That's insane. So, of course, we get our evil monologue here. He's like, yeah, you figured out it was me, huh? Like I told you, Scroogey, I did it all for the ratings. As the higher his ratings went, the more money he was collecting. Of course. 
So at this point, it's like, yeah, I've got enough money, like, one more good story, and I've pretty much got enough money to run off to Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> I or... feel like after he said that, I should have heard the three TMZ drums. Don't, don't, don't. Right? <laughs> Seriously. Uh, so. Who? Yeah, so he runs off, and we see him stealing gold. Mm -hmm. And Gizmo Duck arrives. And they have ah. a fight. And Gizmo Duck is, you know, kind of dumb. And he's Kinda. not. Well, he's not attacking very hard because he because he still thinks it's Scrooge. Right. He's like, and oh, Scrooge is literally saying, like, no, it's that's not me. Stop doing that. So yeah. He pretty much gets. Gizmo Duck gets his ass handed to him because he's pulling punches. Exactly. So we go back to Scrooge. You know, he doesn't have his utility belt. He doesn't have anything. But he looks over and realizes Loudmouth didn't take the cane with him. Mm-hmm. So yes, there are magical technological cane comes into play so um scrooge starts to whistle and the things uh so the thing that thing turns into like that danny devito meme anyways i just started blasting <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i fucking love danny devito <laughs> oh man so yeah the cane just starts um, blasting nope and uh <laughs> So yeah, the uh, ropes get oh, tied up and somehow Scrooge manages to catch the cane and swing off to safety. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, super impressive, man. Um, so yeah, we go back to Gizmo Duck and uh, the Loudmouth Mallard fighting. And this dude like gets Gizmo Duck up onto like this, you know, like the giant like, super industrial magnet that you, like, you know, use for, like, cars. Yep. And, yeah. again, how many times does he not remember that that's one of his weaknesses? Right? How but, many episodes have we gone through at this point? But it's also, like, we, we, you couldn't have made this out of, like, a non-magnetic alloy? Seriously. Something? Anything, like, not what it currently is? Something not magnetic? <laughs> anyway, like please help me. I feel like they use this plot device way too many times. Like, and the kids are just left like, really? So, and uh, Loudmouth is actually pointing the uh, the magnet in the, in the direction of a car crusher. He's gonna oh, straight up murder his ass up. He's gonna straight up murder Gizmo Duck. Yep. But luckily, Scrooge shows up, and dude, these two actually have a pretty impressive fight. Yes, they do. Uh, so at some point, Scrooge actually manages to get Loudmouth's cane stuck in like a steel girder. Scrooge again is very resilient. Like, he knows he how is. to fight. Oh, you know, he is, like, super trained. Because he's like, listen, I am a 
globetrotting adventurer. I'm gonna need to know a few things. He's basically Indiana Jones as a duck. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, no, I gotta know how to fight. I gotta protect myself, protect my family. He, like I said, he definitely believes in return on investment. Yeah. So he's going <laughs> yeah. to make very smart decisions. And yeah, that comes does. off both in his business sense, in his adventuring. Like he is very much prepared when it comes there, to adventures. There's a reason he's so uh, successful. So he manages to fight Loudmouth to the ground where the police show up and apprehend him. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so we go to the mansion. And Scrooge is shredding the costume. Yep. He's like, honestly, the suit just got in the way. I didn't need it. It was a distraction. It was a hindrance. And Fenton. Fenton is like, yeah, I I understand. I know. You should know. Your suit is definitely a hindrance to you. <laughs> Or he's a hindrance to the suit. Oh, fucking Fenton, man. And at this point, I don't remember if Scrooge knows that if that Fenton is Gizmo Duck or not. That's the funny part is um, I think he knows eventually. But I'm not sure you if know, he as knows the episodes at this point. go on, but. Because I think when he was originally hired, Gizmo Duck was hired to be Scrooge's bodyguard. I don't think he knew who was in the armor. I feel like... I feel like he's a play on Daredevil, but at the same time, Robocop. Hmm. Yeah, I guess Robocop had come up by that point. Yeah. Oh, man. But his normal self is like more so on the defensive on a legal term. Oh, and so this episode ends with uh, the boys coming in in their own costumes. They are the Titanic (laughs) Trio. Oh, man, that was the best part. Scrooge nopes the fuck out of there. He's like, yeah, no. He's like, nope, I'm having none of this. Bye. (laughs) And they're like, oh, man, our costumes worked so well. No. No, you literally just gave your uncle PTSD. Basically. After he had to deal with all that, now he has to deal with you guys trying to deal with all that. Right. Good job. Oh, Oh my goodness, dude. This episode, man. Dude, this episode was so good. It was fun, man. Like, there's so many, like, like... There's so many innuendos to, like, modern things now and even things back then. Right? I know so just, many things like, that... It was so easy to relate to. Dude, and it was a little scary watching the episode. Because you go, okay, you have this, like, media personality just... And it, his, his entire goal is just to systematically destroy this prominent figure. Exactly. It's like, wow, no, this is something we see too often current day it's like do you have a secondary goal no no just this one nope 
I'm just literally just goal. I'm literally just destroying Scrooge for ratings. Uh, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Just this one goal. My goal? Revenge. Exactly. My hobbies include revenge. Oh, and sometimes vengeance. Yeah, that's another thing. Revenge, vengeance, an occasional walk on the beach. Yeah, a little bloodshed here and there. Uh, watching the sunrise and sunset over the oblivion of all my enemies. Yeah. You know, the normal stuff. All sorts of fun stuff. Having a morning mimosa over the skull of my enemies. Yeah. You know. Who man. But no, like I said, dude, you could literally play this episode today, and it would and it would still work. Yes, it would. It My really would. Goodness, man, when these shows get it right, they get it so right. No, and I love all the subtle nods to Batman and just sort of you know his almost invulnerability and the mystique around Batman. Yeah, seriously. So many things they reference, like, you know, in the late 80s. And a lot of the stuff that kind of comes out in the foreground today, when it's like, oh, yeah, here's these characteristics that we draw on. Yeah, no, and just like, wow. Like, kind of stuff that gets referenced <laughs> today, like like the Iron Man movies. and Right. Like, yeah, no, I'm going to pull this big reveal to the world. And that was the funny part, that big reveal, that was almost identical to like the big Iron Man reveal. And that was that was really, ridiculous. There are a lot of Tony Stark qualities to Scrooge McDuck. Oh well, yeah. Um you know, he's definitely, you know, a billionaire philanthropist. I'd imagine if he were a little younger, he could be whatever the duck version of a Playboy was. Right, because, again, he had no and kind to of, deal with. And they kind of hint in the series that Scrooge might have been a bit of a playboy in his younger days. I'm pretty sure he was. There's definitely a few episodes where we run into people from Scrooge's past that he's had involvements with. I'm pretty sure he smashed Ma Beagle, and that's why she's so angry. <laughs> she needs something back. Oh, jeez. Those aren't any of Scrooge's kids, obviously, but she yeah. wants something. Oh, man, those Beagle Boys are just complete idiots. <laughs> they really are. But no, I love the one that was just like, Bro, I, I, I'm swear she smashed, I swear she smashed Pete in a one-night stand. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. Are you seeing where I'm coming from? Wow, no, they do look like they would fit oh. in that universe, don't they? Yes, they do. Oh, There's do, a lot of stuff going on in this kingdom. Why do all these things have to interconnect? <laughs> Seriously. Uh, but they have the heat space in the, in the goofy floppy ears, though. So wh yeah. where's that coming from? I don't know. We never learned who Paw Beagle was. Hmm. I mean, Goofy was really the only one to be biblical with someone else besides Pete. Yeah. So maybe it was Goofy. Oh, that's not that is not a scene Look at you want to hear. Man. You do not want to hear the hook yuck. 
Oh, you? I'm trying to hook. You trying to hook? <laughs> okay. Why do we? Why do we? Why do we take these paths that we do? Uh, I'm telling you, dude. Goofy might like them thick. Oh, jeez. Max oh, might be related to the Bugle Boys. And that's all I'm saying. Oh, that's a scary their thought. Faces. Why do you have to point things like this out? Because I'm an evil person. You will all suffer. Oh, yeah, no, we, <laughs> we definitely <laughs> suffer at this point. Woo! I mean, it could be Pete, too. Who knows? Maybe they're all in this weird, like, cuck circle. I don't know. Oh. Uh, Feasible. Man. There, oh, dude, there are so many questions I have about Pete <laughs> on Goof Troop. I don't know. How does his wife stay with him? I don't know. He is a complete dick in that show. And his wife is so pretty. Right? She's so like innocent. She, yes, she is. It's like I think it's I think it's the money. It gotta be the money. And she's probably fucking with Goofy. I think pizza. I think pizza cook. <laughs> oh man, I mean, if he's got enough money, he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, Goofy's just living the regular life, trying to make his son happy. But right. every time he gets that Ursa, yuck. Yeah, he's he's just trying to be a single dad. Mm -hmm. It's like, come on, Max, you can you can go on the vacation with him. Dad, you're fucking a cow. <laughs> yeah, we got plenty of milk, though. Oh, like, man. Dad. Yeah. Oh, man. The, uh, dude, this episode was fun, though. Like, I, I can definitely see some elements oh, here that got, uh, you know, moved over to Darkwing Duck, which was... Oh, dude, it reminded sort of me a... so much of Darkwing Duck. I mean, Darkwing it just, Duck it, is it was so like... enjoyable. It's sort of like a parody of Batman almost. Right. Because he's just like this narcissist. He's like, yeah, I'll do these great things. Wait, where, where's the media? Is someone writing? <laughs> did somebody write a story about this? Like, uh, I need a sidekick. Okay, here we go. Launchpad. Launchpad had no disguise. No nothing. Right. How oh. the fuck? Oh, I just realized Launchpad wasn't in this episode. Nope. Which is weird. Although Launchpad will kind of have his own episode that kind of transfers over to kind of where some of the other origins of Darkwing Duck come in. Because uh, he's got that episode Double O Duck. Oh, that yeah. That whole spy episode that... Which I think introduces the... Which I believe... Because um, I was kind of reading episode descriptions. Uh, I believe that episode kind of introduces the concept of Foul which is one of the main villain organizations in Darkwing Duck. Which, not for nothing, points back to the um, DC Comics with Batman, with the owls. Hmm. It's just, it's so interesting that, like, just, just, just to see that, like, the similarities. Right, and where oh. they kind of, like, draw on, you know, different materials to come up with right. these these just this world building it's like oh let's pull from here let's pull from here and then all of a sudden you're 
like 30 years later, you're drawing from kind of the same pool. Exactly. It's like, yeah, no, these things that got, and you can, and so that's kind of cool where these things are like kind of the classic elements of like Batman and things like that. <laughs> right. And you start that's noticing what got... like similarities and like whatnot. And it's like, oh, wait, wait. Oh, wow. And it, it, it kind of like, it's, it's mind blowing almost. And you can tell the writers of this episode had to be huge Batman fans. Oh yeah, they did. They had to. They definitely picked out a lot of the core elements to play with and kind of rib and parody on. But there was a lot of respect to the source material, though. I did want to mention one thing. I don't know if this was their own thing with the launch pad or Tailspin or whatnot. I always remembered as a kid, Launchpad McQuack, and I say, and I quote, any crash you can walk away from is a good landing. <laughs> I have remembered that from childhood until this day. And that's why I love him so much because he's just like, he's so reckless. But at the same time, he'll crash your plane and be like, uh huh. Oh, but did you die? The, oh, that's kind of the weird thing <laughs> in the reboot. Like, Launchpad is like the character that had like the minimalist changes from the original version. He was such a great character, though. Like, I'm glad. Right. He didn't really need a lot of change. He really didn't. But, Honestly, the Scrooges in both series are very similar. But it's more the modern Scrooge is kind of adapted for, you know, modern storytelling. Right, but he was just one of those characters that was just perfect the way he was. Everyone else like, needed, yeah, definitely needed massive overhauls. Right. But he was but, kind of that, like, blunder comic relief that just, he really didn't have worked. to change too much. He really had its own charm about him, so. Yeah, no. Uh, and honestly, I think probably one of the best changes in the new DuckTales series beyond the kids was Beakley. <laughs> oh, the original Mrs. Beakley was so annoying. She was just, she was a marshmallow. Like, she just, ugh. But the current series, you're like, Hello, Agent 22. Like, again, a sleeper cell. <laughs> right? Almost. Like, she, she's basically a female Alfred. Like, like she's ex-military like, ops or some shit. Right? Like, she was actually and an I agent in, like, I, I the organization. Like, whatever the, anti -or like the, the anti-organization to foul was, she was an agent for them. And then she's still basically assigned to Scrooge, like, even after her main work was done. She's a badass. Right? And I love that shit. Like, seriously, like, they really put the right spin on that. Oh, dude, man. It was, like, the, the most modern spin that was, like, it was very necessary. Oh, yeah. To no. give it the amount of hilarity it needed, like, for this day and age. Yeah, no. Beakley Especially for the old something. school fans. Yeah, no. Because good God, man. That is some funny shit. It is, man. Like I said, dude, oh, the DuckTales reboot 
is the one that gets it right. Thank you. They took what worked and adapted it. They took what didn't work and completely overhauled it. And that's the only other... I think the only other animation I could say that about is the way they did G.I. Joe. They just made it way more gritty. Yeah. Uh, I'd definitely like to see some more of that. It was... Dude, it was good. It was, oh, my God. And a lot of the Transformer stuff has been so hit or miss. Yeah. I will say the uh, most recent uh, Bumblebee movie was actually very entertaining, but... Yeah, everything else has just been more so for just the cash cow. And I think they're kind of like soft rebooting that series, kind of using Bumblebee as the jumping point. Which would be cool. Going more in that direction. Like, not for nothing. They got Optimus right in every movie, but Mm -hmm. the spin they took on it was just way too much Michael Bay and less Transformers. Cool guys, don't look at explosions. (laughs) Thank you. Tell me I'm lying. You know, some of these reboots have just been odd. Like, yeah. Bad, they're odd. But the one character they got right was Optimus. I I really wish a lot of these newer Transformers series were better. Yeah. Because. I I hated Transformers Prime. Uh, I tried to watch it. I'm like, what's happening? No. Like, not don't... Nothing, dude. Even when I was a kid back in the day, Beast Wars was like, shit. Oh, dude, that's the one, like, I kind of wish they would... I really wish they Reboot would do. Reboot that shit, please. Dude. When you talk about a storyline... Oh, the writing holds up so well. Yes. I was so loyal to that shit as a kid. Beast Wars, I had to watch every single episode of Beast Wars. The the animation is okay nowadays. Yeah, it barely holds for up. For what it was back in the day, it was great. It could be better now, which it seriously, it could be very much improved I on. Have, but back in the day. I have I have know. my gripes about Beast Wars. Mostly it has to do with a character. Um, well, a character that never actually appeared on the show but was going to. Uh, there was a toy of a character called Wolfang who turned into oh. a wolf. And unfortunately, because you know the animation was so expensive that day. Oh, yeah. They went with the repaint of Cheetor, and that's why we got Tigatron on the series. I'm like, when I learned that as an adult, I was like, that was one of my favorite Beast Wars toys, too, man. Seriously, dude. I was like, he could have been on the show. The funny part was, like, everyone was obsessed with Rat Trap. Dude. Like, most of the, like, the kids I knew, like, it was like, oh, Rat Trap, this, this, and that. And I'm like, no. Oh, dude, as an adult, Rat Trap is, like, the best character. Well, yeah, like when you look back at him now, he's fucking hilarious. And just Scott McNeil, the voice actor for Rat Trap and Dinobot and Silverbolt. Yes, yes. That man is just fucking voice actor, man. Dude, I have been to a number of his panels. I've met him at a couple of different cons. 
Seriously? He is an amazing human being. Holy shit. Like, he is one of the nicest people ever. That voice is uncanny. You cannot not spot that goddamn voice. Yeah, no. But, dude, he is absolutely one of the best human beings ever. That is awesome. Oh, absolutely awesome. But, no, dude. DuckTales, man, such an, a crazy show. And just the original series is just so weirdly inconsistent. <laughs> yeah, it pretty much is. Like, when you but get it's... episodes like the one we looked at that don't focus on the boys, those yeah, are probably the, like, boys, the best episodes. They became very popular very quickly. Yeah, they were definitely the child market characters. It was almost the equivalent of like Bart Simpson being the favorite character in Simpsons. Right. But then the then Homer became the favorite again. Uh-huh. It was almost that formula. Yeah, I know. Like when you get it right, it's right. But no, right. episodes that focus on like Scrooge McDuck or Launchpad are so much better. Yes, they are. I have to agree. Oh, I know. Episodes that are like very heavy on the boys not so good because they don't have their own personalities like no. they're all the exact same and they barely learn anything they really don't they're kind they of... just all say wackaroonie oh, i want to kick the fuck out of all of them oh geez yeah no they are absolutely <laughs> annoying i don't want to kick them yes i do i don't know they're definitely annoying though yeah Oh, but I think that's a good point to call it here. Uh, so for Totally Radical Cartoon Podcasts, of course, check out geekrollorder.com. Uh, find us on all the social media outlets. Uh, check us out on all of the podcast providers. Leave us a rating, a review. And uh, we'll see you next time, folks. Hashtag boot baby ducks. <laughs>